This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. If I were you, the only advice podcast on the on, on the internet, hosted by a hosted by a hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Amir. I'm Amir. I'm Amir. I'm Jay. I'm Jay. I'm Jay. Question. 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 I know. Never mind. Question. 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 Okay. For the record, I did answer the question. I quit. Forget it. Forget it because you're dumb. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it because you're dumb. Forget it because you don't know what the. Forget it. Forget it because you're dumb. Forget it because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Ass. 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 Stop saying ass so much. Ass. Ass. You're using it as a crutch. Ass. 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 And it's not as funny as you think it is. Ass. 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 Just go back to being the needy weirdo that you used to be. All right. You couldn't possibly know. The proof is in the smile. Dipshit. What? Welcome to If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the on the internet, hosted by a hosted by a hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Amir. I'm Amir. I'm Amir. I'm Jay. I'm Jay. I'm Jay. Forget it. Forget it because you're dumb. Forget it because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Ass. Ass. Wow. Did we? Is that from the same episode, or did we call that back in a later date? Uh, don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, way, awesome. That was written by a Maddie who has sampled My Chemical Rom- Romance, of course, and made a hardcore underground boom bap hip hop beat to it. For more beats and mixtapes, go to soundcloud.com slash so damn fresh. I actually did find that very, very mellow, very trill. I really like it was soothing, but it also bumped. It didn't slap, but you didn't want it to. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I was sort of like, I'm doing like a um, music review blog zine podcast type thing where I just like talking about different trance mixtapes and stuff like that. And then, all right. Folk, guitar so what, hero, whatever. What point, have you. 
Well, one is folk and one is guitar hero. One is a type of music and one's a video game. Right, 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 right. And right. you said blog and zine, which is like one is a magazine, one is an online blog. Yeah, so it's sort of like... Don't tell me what it's collective. sort of like. Say what it is. It's like, it's it's a collective and it's okay. a podcast and it's a vlog, it's a web show. And what? <laughs> trying to pitch it, maybe partner with some brand, like a Focus brand. your effort. Focus your energy. Like you're all over the Walmart, place. Walmart, I'm saying. <laughs> You're saying you're saying so many things at once. You're just throwing buzzwords against yeah. a wall. Hoping so it's that a collective sticks. where okay. we have some people who are rapping. It's like uh-huh. a rap battle MC live event. No, okay, okay. <laughs> and then I'm also reviewing different like friggin' friggin' like tambourines. <laughs> yeah, awesome, fine. That's I hope it? Kmart, Walmart. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's that's it. What do you want? Like, I ca- I gave you more than what you deserve. You just said a bunch of garbage, and then you said Kmart, Walmart. I said they might be interested in partnering with us. <laughs> in, what, in what capacity would Kmart? They could publish the zine. They could carry the zine in their stores. Walmart could obviously <laughs> be like showing our web show on their yeah. TVs in the back. And then how do you make money now? <laughs> I'm more I'm I'm so I'm like I do uh, I did a Kickstarter that was yeah. very very Ill-received. underfunded. Yes, yeah, I'm on the page. I now. was actually seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, I got a cease and desist. But you have a very nice apartment, so like, where's that cash coming from? My daddy. Yeah, I see. My daddy. See, your dad gives you cash. My daddy gives me. And cash. then you have grandiose ideas like a uh, blog zine. Yeah, Kmart I want to be funded. a blogger, a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> A folk star. And if you fail, that's fine, because you still have the money Daddy's behind money. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to drive a shitty car. No. I have daddy's money. Right. So that sort of tricks your brain into thinking that your ideas are good. Because no matter you... what, it looks like I've succeeded, because exactly. I have a lot of Instagram followers, and but, I have a yeah. nice car, and I spread cash <laughs> around think, like it's nothing. But do you think that you deserve that cash? Do you think that you've in the end, it? In the end, I think I deserve the cash. Because I deserve the cash. Because yeah. it's your father who worked because hard Because my dad together. worked hard for the money. And he now worked you're hard for the money. Yeah, I like that song, yeah, but you song. haven't done anything like well, that. Well, that song is part of my zine. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> a zine is uh, written. A song is a right. song. Well, sorry, I meant to say easy. It's part of my easy. <laughs> Got it. Well, this is a podcast. You're still doing that. Right, I so, guess. So <laughs> my are. zine takes off. No, it won't take <laughs> off. You're going to be here forever. This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. You... Are wearing new shoes? True or false? They are new-ish. I got them maybe a month ago. Okay. And three or four weeks ago. Thoughts on them? Um, I actually am very pleased with them. I find them to be quite comfortable. Do you want to say what they are? Uh, what yes, are we looking I, at here? I believe these are the Nike Shield Air Pegasus mm. in puke green with the orange bottom. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's got orange bottoms, and then what they say? What's the what's the official color of the? I guess it would probably be like fatigue green or or like or olive green, but I I like to call it puke, puke green. green. Uh, the top is sort of like a puke slate, <laughs> bile <laughs> blue. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I ate a popsicle and spit blood pink. Well, all my all of my all of my foot ailments have sort of made me like. Uh, really need to experiment with sneakers. Yeah, what's uh, the latest with the foot ailments? I haven't heard an update recently. Um, my heel is healed. My toe box on the left on the left foot ain't ain't ever gonna get better. <laughs> it ain't gonna ever heal. But but I've you have turf toe for 
three years? Yeah. In February, it'll be three years or two Sean years? Sean Jost, our host, brought me up <laughs> the side of a mountain and I think left me to die. That's... <laughs> you slipped and you're like, ah! And now three years later, you're still in pain. It will never heal. And two it's years not... later or three years later? Three years. It was February. Yeah, February 2015, I think. Maybe it was 2016. No, I think it was 2015. So 2016 will be three years in February, which is now. Yeah. So oh, yeah. three years We're coming ago. up on our three-year anniversary, yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. Well, I think... So I have like bunion, a bunion on my foot, which I've always had. Uh-huh. But I think my turf toe coupled with the bunion made it so I never really healed that well. Ever. No. Nor so, will you. Nor will I. But I have, I have got... I've got insoles and I try out different sneakers. And these are some really good ones. I thought that the Reacts, the Nike Reacts would be the best sneakers ever for my, my turf toe. Yeah. But it turns out these are a little bit better. So Peg- Pegasus above Reacts above Adidas. Yeah. Adidas, I actually find to not help my foot ailments at all. There's too much There's um, too much flexibility in the sneaker. I see. These are a bit more rigid. Like You need a sturdier toe box. Yeah. Like you're wearing the, the Ultra Boost. I could bend those in half so easily. Right. You know, you could touch the toe to the back of the heel. These ones are much, much sturdier. Got it. And if you don't have foot ailments, what's the pros of a sturdy shoe versus uh, a lighter shoe? Uh, this one is good for uh, city walking. It's got sort of like a harder, harder surface on the or harder. Is it a surface on the bottom? Yeah, you can still call it a, a surface, right? If it's on the <laughs> underneath of a shoe, that's a good question. Yeah, surface like the seems surface. like it's the top, right? But it can surface. also be. It's basically the, the outer outside. layer, right? Like the surface of a ball includes the bottom of the ball. That's true. Okay, cool. So we got there. Okay. So um, since, you know, we're so smart, we figured let's answer some questions. People are like... I'm still talking about my shoes. I see. I thought you were done. Not even close. <laughs> what else? What What did I cut you off? What, did I, what, what didn't you get out? I was going to talk about my other shoes in, the, in my closet back home. That's fine. You don't have to. How many pairs do you have? Uh, six. <laughs> you want to talk about six pairs of shoes? I don't right have to now. talk about all of them. I'll just talk about the newer ones. <laughs> How many are the newer ones? Well, I got five. Five, yeah. Time. I was going to say, probably all I but talk about pair. the six because it's my favorite pair. <laughs> Which are the what? Oldest, the old trusty Converse Vans. <laughs> Vans. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. I found, some, I found some goodies today. Let's try to see how many we can answer. Okay. Before we get kicked out. Um, Who's coming? Landlord. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we haven't paid rent. Not for a while, no. We're hemorrhaging cash here. Yeah. Is it hemorrhaging if it's like, like hemorrhaging is like a bleed in the brain. We're right. just like bleeding out. We're decapitated. We're bleeding yes. out entirely. It's a, it's a spray. Yeah, we're spraying yeah. cash. Mm-hmm. We're spraying cash, but not in a fun way. Right. It's, like, it's cash we need that we wish we had. Um, we need a lady's name because she's asking us, why are guys trash? I am currently reading um, Fire and Blood 300 Years Before um, Game of Thrones mm-hmm. by George R. R. Martin. So I'll be using female names from that book. We will call her Queen Alisan. Allison? Allison? Allison. <laughs> All right, Allison writes. No, A-L-Y-S-A-N-N-E. Would you say Allison? Yeah. A- <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Alisan. Right. Hi, Jew boys. I'm wondering if you could help me. I was on Tinder and I saw my elementary school and high school crush and boom, we matched. Great, right? 
Or so I thought, too. I messaged him first because I gotta shoot my shot. We ended up having a great conversation. He remembered me from school. And he asked for my snap. And we snap a few times over a few weeks. I noticed I was the only one starting the conversation, so I stopped to see if he would reach out. And nothing. We haven't talked since. And this was a few months ago. Typical ghosting, right? But he follows my Instagram and likes all my pictures there and is the first to view my stories on any platform. So what the fuck is this guy's deal? Sorry for the novel. I just need some help deciphering this guy's language. Thanks. Love, Alison. Queen Alison. Queen Alison. She said sorry for my novel too, so it's all sort of tied together. Mm, interesting. This is just typical guy shit. You think this or is, is it? Do you think he, she is... Adequately reacting? Do you think this guy is being um, overly annoying, normally annoying? I think this is. Would you say this annoying. is ghosting? I don't think it's ghosting because they didn't ever like date, or there was not really any. Pre- I don't know what happened on the snap. Yeah. I don't know what happened on the snap. Yeah, but the, for for you to ghost somebody, I feel like there has to be more of an expectation that you'll respond to messages, or at least a meetup. I don't even think they met up. Right. So a ghost has to appear before he disappears. Yeah. If the ghost never appears, it's not a ghost. Right. You it's guys, just a lost demon soul. You guys were only Snapchatting. You stopped snapping him. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you guys <laughs> stopped snapping, but he still views your story. It sounds like maybe you ghosted him. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he's thinking... I don't want to do any, I don't want to like put in any effort. So I'll just like watch her videos or whatever. It's fine. And then like, if he, if she doesn't snap him first, he's like, all right, fine. I guess she's not interested in me. Yeah. That, I, th- I would say that's what it is. It's all just like, a, it's, it's laziness and uh, being passive. I look yeah. at so many people's Instagram stories and Instagram posts. Yeah. Him not snapping you doesn't mean that he hates you. And him opening your story doesn't mean that he has a crush on you. He's probably somewhere in between those two poles. And he's like either lazy or af- afraid of rejection. Like he doesn't want to just straight up ask you out. Yeah, that could be too. You never really know. But like the, I feel like nobody really understands just how much is happening on everybody, any one person's like personal phone. You know, like when somebody's not texting you back. Think about how many, like how much shit you're doing on your phone in any given day. Yeah. Like the, the, the hubris, the, the gall to think that like this person's whole life should be responding to my texts or reaching out to me or something. Right. Like every, everybody's just got so much shit going on. But what if you don't respond for like a day or two? Is that also fine? Or is it like you owe me at least a response? Well, I guess, I mean... It really depends on the situation. I feel like this particular situation for her grace, Queen Alison, uh-huh. uh, she she stopped talking to this guy. And it was all being done over like very flippant, like passive ways. It wasn't text. It was snaps. It's yeah. like disappearing messages and liking and viewing stories. It's Snap so is like, like ghosting as an app. Yeah. You send something and it... Whew, it is the ghost app. It's invisible ink. Mm-hmm. Here's the sort of flip side of it, this question that we got from a guy. Okay. Do you have a guy's name from this? What is it, like, bedtime story you're reading yourself? It's not a bedtime story. It's, it's a, like a little fairy tale? No. It's a freaking tome, okay? <laughs> it's, it is, it's a Bible to me. It's a coloring book. It's not a coloring book. There are <laughs> illustrations in it. 
And they are black and white. And you're but you're not required to, to color. <laughs> you're not, not required, required to color. color. Do you have I to, did. Do you have to, I did. <laughs> yeah. I colored mine. I saw there was a crayon. You had your tongue out sort yeah. of smeared against the left side of your mouth. I was painting Balerian the Dread. Okay? <laughs> you were connecting you probably... the dots on the front page, too. I guess there's a map that you have to draw by connecting the dots. There's a map of Westeros. And there's can, a little maze you that you, you don't fill have out. to connect the dots, but <laughs> it shows you where, like, all of the, all of the keeps dots. and the castles are, yeah. and you can draw... <laughs> The King's Road. Yeah. You could draw like the River Road and stuff. You can Is draw that. that the, so you it's want. the kids menu it, that you came in with, right? There, you can, it's not a freaking kids. You can order a burger off the back of it. <laughs> That's if, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it has a picture of a burger, and you could order it if you if you call a number. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but additionally, anyway, it's a book. King Anus, huh? King Anus. <laughs> I swear to God, this guy's <laughs> name in the book is Anus. A, how would you spell It's A-E-N-Y-S. Anus? Anus? Anus. It's King Anus. Still, like, why even put it that close to Anus? Right. It's absolutely King Anus. <laughs> and I'd, is, like, I'd like an audience with George. This is George. <laughs> this is George's first sort of step towards dipping his toes in the water of, can I write porn for everyone? <laughs> like, he can't yeah. go from Game of Thrones to porn, but he can be like, Game of Thrones, King Anus, back to Game of Thrones, <laughs> King Anus and his buddy Dickweed, back to Game of Thrones. And then oh, by- this is a book. It's all porn. It's all his, it's all porn for him. <laughs> Got it. King Anus writes, longtime listener, first time problem haver, boy, am I in a doozy of a situation, the basis of which is this, there's this girl that I've been hanging out with a good amount recently. We have a lot of similar interests and do a lot of fun stuff together. Movies, concerts, exploring abandoned places. It's great. I have over the past month been developing feelings for her. Every time I talk to her about it, she responds with the same thing. In November, she had a relationship end poorly, and she isn't emotionally ready to date again. I think that's fine, but... She has been staying at my place every night for the past two weeks with no plans of leaving soon. Plus, we've been sleeping together. We also made plans next month to go on a four-day trip together. I get that she might not be emotionally ready right now, but it feels like shit to be drug along for weeks and weeks, basically dating and everything but name. What would you guys do? Love, King Anus. Dear sweet King Anus. Um, I guess... I'd, I think I've been in this situation. Which and is I've, like somebody afraid to just label whatever you're going through. Yeah. And whenever it's happened, I've just been like, then I, I'm not, I can't do this then. I just don't understand why it's bad that, she, like, it's a little weird that she's like, I don't want to be dating you, but then they are dating. So what's the problem there? I guess, I mean, I think it just eats away at you. If somebody's like specifically saying, I don't want to date you. I don't want you to be my boyfriend. Like you don't have the relationship security. It's like if you got a job when you and you get a paycheck and health benefits, but instead your boss is just like, yeah, I'm probably going to give you money every week. It's going to be fine. Uh, we'll figure it out. Right. Like, well, I would like the guarantee. I want direct deposit. Please. <laughs> but to me, it seems like you have a job, um, but you're getting paid. You're getting health insurance and everything's going well, but every day your boss goes, you don't have a job here. And then it's like, all right, fine. You can keep saying that, but I have a job. I have all the good parts of a job plus the security. You just don't want to call it a job for whatever reason. Yeah, but I don't know if he has the security. I also think there's something weird to me about like any of like the king and queen situation here, which is like everybody's trying to figure out 
what everyone's like deals are. We're like, what does he mean by this? What does she mean by this? She's not, he's not responding to my snaps or she's t- saying she doesn't want a boyfriend, but we're still like going on trips. And like, I think all the bummer of that is just like, that person's just not super into you. Right. If that's what's like, Basically, everybody is dragging their feet, playing a weird game until they actually like someone, and then you, everyone's just like all in. Games are over. You just become a couple. I think she's just lying to herself more than to him. Like, oh, I just got an out of out of a relationship. I can't be in a relationship. I'll just hang out with you. I'll sleep over. We'll go on trips, but I can't. Let's not call it a relationship. That's a nice way to look at it, but I would. I think that she is not feeling as passionate about this dude as he is about her yeah but i think if he just ignores that keeps going on in like six months a year 18 months she'll be like this will all be like a silly story like remember when you weren't didn't want to call us in a relationship and now we're have three kids how many years down the line is this 18 months jesus they adopted thrice over on their ninth not even date because she didn't want to call it that how was that how how did anybody let that fly (laughs) I guess King Anus was butthurt or something and was like, we should get a dog. King Anus was butthurt. He said, let's get a dog, and they ended up with three children. I guess. I don't want to say yes, but yeah. Okay. I, guess, I, I think both of these people should take your advice and not mine. I'm clearly in some sort of like uh, dark mood. Maybe it's because I was on a flight earlier. Whoa, what happened? I, I didn't have any extra leg room, and now my leg's a little cramped. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, Obviously, I'm not. My leg's a little cramped, I said. <laughs> Did you have a middle seat, aisle, window? I had an aisle. <laughs> could you maybe, like, move your leg into the aisle for that extra leg room? I could have, but I didn't want to. <laughs> because? Because I wanted the extra leg room <laughs> in my seat. And I took it as a slight that I didn't get upgraded. <laughs> so, I, so I hurt myself on purpose so I can write to Delta yeah. and tell them. <laughs> And now that's coloring your answer. Ooh, coloring. I should I'm gonna go grab my Game of Thrones book. <laughs> and a turkey burger with a small fries. I'm gonna color anus red. <laughs> Can I get a glass of milk with a sippy top? That's what comes with the book, right? Um all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll try to answer some more questions after this. Sweet. Thank you to all form for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah, yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. 
Damn. So if you're look in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah, yeah no. just go to helixsleep.com slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the you know we were just talking about this and i said long underwear yeah you said that's good and i said no everybody knows to wear long underwear and Uh then you said you never wore long under underwear when you lived in new york that's right so now that is my advice uh i'm surprised you never you were so conscious of the weather yeah the long underwear helped when i was outside but then when i was inside i didn't like the feeling of it so it's all it was always like a give and take i'm like all right my legs will be a little colder when i'm getting to where i need to go but then when i was there i preferred short underwear what did what did it feel like did you or was it just because it was hot it was too hot and it was like itchy all the way down my legs i uniqlo makes really nice Long underwear. Long underwear that does not itch and actually feels really great. Would you say the majority of men and women you know wear long underwear in New York during the winter? Mm. Yes. Well, I don't know anything about the women, I guess. But I know Carnell, my brother, Jeff and Dave. Well, Dave... Dave just wears basketball shorts underneath. Jeff Jeff wears (laughs) many layers. He'll wear like sweatpants and jeans. He layers up. Sweatpants under jeans. Yeah, he used or to, jeans he, under sweatpants. No, he used to do <laughs> mesh shorts, sweatpants, jeans, jorts, skirt, <laughs> kilt. <laughs> uh, Dave, I don't know. He he doesn't always wear underwear, so I'm not really sure what he does. What's the vest equivalent for legs? That's what Dave does. Oh, a girdle? No, yeah. um, uh, a chap. 
<laughs> he'll wear assful chaps over the thighs, under the kilt, over it, the jeans, God under damn. the sweats. Dave would so wear chaps. He would absolutely <laughs> wear chaps. So uh, long underwear is your advice if you happen to not be wearing long underwear. Yeah, and I, I think I don't want to like shout out a specific um, brand, but fuck unless it. they're Uniqlo. willing to pay, yeah, yeah, you know, Uniqlo makes. Real, oh, and I actually got some Mack Weldon ones too. Interesting. Are they oh, wait, tight? We're a, we're, a, we're a me undies fam. That's right. Are they tight from your ankle to your waist, or is it a little flowy like pajamas? Um, they're they're slightly flowy. They're not skin tight. They're not as tight as boxer briefs. Right. Right. No. I mean, they're like tight. They're tight around the ankles. They're probably like a pair. Yeah. They're like a slightly loose pair of leggings. What's your threshold? When are you wearing the short undies versus long undies? I wear them every single day. Regardless of the temp? Yeah, well, I mean, it's Eight always... Eight degrees or 40? Um, yeah, if it's... I mean, if it's <laughs> if it's below 50, I... <laughs> 50? No, if That's it, a spring day. It, it the, Yeah, it was like 48, 47 degrees. <laughs> uh, like, on Sunday, I was like, oh, I could wear regular underwear. And I was like, but why would I even risk being a tiny bit cold? <laughs> I'm going outside. I'm going to wear it's long underwear. 68 degrees out, 75. You maybe might as well. Long underwear is the new normal. If you're wearing if you're wearing a light jacket, you should wear long underwear. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> we're talking advice, baby. What if you, how about if you're ever wearing pants, you wear long underwear. Your <laughs> underwear should be as long as the pants you wear. That's not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> pants are very like wind will rip right through pants they're they're permeable yeah it's weird you layer up so much from the waist up shirt yeah. sweatshirt jacket so thick like hoodie that's hat. just to keep your vital organs warm right and then from the waist down it's like i hope this thin layer of denim's enough like, nope your legs are instantly frozen what's the coldest it's been in new york since you've been back um i missed today but it was like 12 degrees today that's um i think i think it was probably i think there's one day it got down to like 17 we're recording this during the polar vortex we should say which i flew out the morning of the polar vortex but it's mostly in the midwest where it's like negative 30 in minnesota and chicago insane i am curious (laughs) i remember the coldest i'd ever seen or experienced was during a show in minnesota and it was like negative five and that was so cold i couldn't even like wait outside for an uber yeah was it was it was it like fucking November too? Yeah, like it or December. It wasn't even the thick of winter. Yeah, and now it's what's thirty degrees colder than that? I mean, I was I was outside even just this morning. I think it was probably like ten degrees or something like that. And I was like waiting for my car, and I was breaking down some cardboard boxes, and I like didn't have a very heavy jacket because I was coming <laughs> to LA and I like, didn't want to bring one. Uh, and I didn't have gloves or anything. So I'm like outside breaking boxes. I'm like, this will take five minutes. But I like, <laughs> it felt like, you know, that, that book, um, what's that book by Jesus Christ? By George R. R. Martin. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> the King Anus no, one? No, no, like the one with the, with the guy that freezes to death outside. Oh, The Shining? No, no, not The Shining. Um, the Giving Tree? No, not The Giving Tree. This is going to fucking... Freakonomics? Oh, it's like Jack London or something. Jack... Call of the Wild? Maybe Call of the Wild? Yeah, it's like the same guy that did Call of the Wild. I think that's like a, a short story. Okay. I almost said Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one about Frosty the Snowman? But it's snowman. like about this hunter who's like out in the woods. He's like, he knows he, it's so cold and he like doesn't have a lot of time to basically, like he falls into a river maybe. He doesn't have a lot of time to survive. Right. He's got like three matches 
and he like tries to light some brush with the match and it doesn't catch. He tries the second one, it doesn't catch. And he's like trying really hard, but like now his fingers are shaking and like hypothermia is setting in. He like can't light the third match and he dies out there. That's what happened to you this morning. With the boxes. It felt like I was like cutting the the um, tape with my, with my keys and I like got through the first part of the box and I was like getting through the second, but then it was like the cold started to hit me and I like was losing my strength. I couldn't <laughs> saw through the box. Wait, does that mean you're wearing long underwear right now? No, this, this morning I knew I was coming to LA. So I, so I just like didn't bundle it up at all. My thought was that I was going right from my doorstep into the Uber. That's your problem. Yeah. But that's how I always felt in New York. I'm like, I'm always going to be indoors. I'm going to be in a car in a subway in an office. Yeah, but I mean, you used to have such a long walk from when you were on first and first, and the office was in Union Square. Uh, you would do that entire walk? No, I would take the subway. The longest walk was from the ISC building on 18th and the West Side Highway to the L train, which is like a 10 minute walk in and of itself. Right. But through a wind tunnel. Yeah, but then you get to go through um, Chelsea Market, which made it slightly better. Yeah, you get a one avenue respite. Yeah, man. So you would you would just like all right. Fuck it, I'll I'll deal with the cold. Yeah, I don't think I ever wore long underwear. I wore long underwear, but the IAC building used to get so hot that I right. kept underwear at my desk, and I would sometimes change switch underwear. Yeah. So what we need, this is like a twinovation episode, is like uh, shades, how you can rise and lower them, mm-hmm. version of underwear. Yeah, sort of like the zip off cargo uh, pants that turn into cargo shorts. Yeah, but so for it's underwear. It's long underwear that you can sort of like once you get to your destination, you re- reach up through the bottom of your pant and just pull mm. them off like you're doing a magic trick on a dining room table. Yeah, that seems like it should be a work. Oh, we'll think about it. Anyway, wear long underwear, I guess, if it's cold out. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see what else we got here. Questions to answer. Oh, we should say that we're having a show in New York that sold out on March seventh. Uh, followed by a show that is not yet sold out on March 9th. Mm-hmm. How about Da? How about Da? Um, so tickets are still available at jakeandamir.com. I don't think there's a lot either, but DC, I love DC. I like going there. It'll be a fun one. It'll be our first shows in a while. Yeah. When's the last show that we had? God, it must have been eight years ago in England. Eight years. We did the show this summer in England. Well, that makes sense. Uh, all right, here's one. This okay. is one from another dude. Who else you got in that King Anus book of yours? Um, I don't want to say King Magor because he was King Magor the Cruel. So let's say... <laughs> John Dickhole. <laughs> D-Y-Q-H-O-O-L-E. Oh, man, that's good. Uh, no, we'll go with <laughs> King Anus's son, <laughs> Jaharis. <laughs> Who? King Anus's son, Jaharis. Jaharis Anus? No, Jaharis Targaryen, dude. <laughs> Why don't they have the same last name? Well, his, his name was Anus Targaryen. Got it. Anus's son, <laughs> Jaharis. Jaharis writes. Good man. I'm a 17-year-old guy who got out of my first serious relationship four months ago, so my friends thought it would be a good idea to set me up with a prom date within the friend group, and I got matched up with her, which I did not complain about. Not... <laughs> Not too long after this plan was made, it was broken up due to conflicts within the group uh, between people. But I still want to take her to prom. And since she is a sophomore, I have reason to because she can't go unless a junior takes her. Shouldn't be a problem, right? Wrong. 
She pees. So what? You might be saying everyone pees. Well, yes, but she pees randomly whenever she laughs really hard. This means at least twice a month when we are hanging out with friends, she pisses herself, sometimes in public. She peed at my house both times she's been with there, been there with me. Now, I know that this seems like a very manageable problem and it's not a big deal because... Uh, a couple of the girls that are now mad at her made a pact that if she goes, they will make 100% sure she pisses herself at prom. Jesus. So she will soil her dress, be really upset, and and want me to take her home, most likely thus concluding my prom night and my chances of getting ahead. Oh, God. Jesus. I'm all over the place <laughs> on this question. <laughs> my question to you is this. Should I risk taking this sweet girl that I'm interested to in prom, even though she might piss herself and make my friends hate me? Any and all advice is appreciated. Uh, thanks, love. Jaharius? Jaharis. And Jaharis would never behave this way. <laughs> Jaharis the conciliator. Okay. She pees? That's fine. When laugh. I, I'm more concerned with like these the environment that you're bringing her into, like where like a bunch of girls have made a pact to embarrass her publicly and quote make her pee, make a hundred percent sure she pisses herself. I would absolutely get like knock that plan down before you try to bring her to prom. How do you knock at? How do you make sure that other people don't like? If they're your friends, just go and be like, "Hey, I really like this girl." <laughs> Please don't try to make her piss herself at prom. Yeah. That's a really sadistic thing to do. Thank you. Right. And you don't want them to win to be like, all right, fine, I won't take her and subject her to this thing. But then it's like, okay, then the bad guys won. Right. You don't want that either. You want to take her and then be 100% on her side, on her team. But I think that you do want to take her. Don't let them win. But I would like nip this in the bud as early as possible. That's cool. Nip it in the butt. Like King Anus style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. King Anus... <laughs> King Anus would not have appreciated a queen that acted in the way that his friends are acting. That's why he married his sister. Huh? King Anus married his sister. <laughs> why? That's fine to George R.R. Because R. he's the blood of the dragon. All of the Targaryens wed brother to sister. Does that mean their kids have... Their kids get married. King Anus had a bunch of kids, including Jaehaerys and Alysanne, who are brother and sister, and they wed and married each other. Does that not... Does incest not breed um, birth defects in this Game of Thrones Not when universe? you're the blood of old Valyria. It does not. It it probably does for a normal mortal man, but these, but the Targaryens are are sort of like held at higher regard. They want to keep their bloodline pure. So, in the pilot of Game of Thrones, when it's revealed that the brother and sister are fucking, mm-hmm. they're the, not Targaryens. They're not Targaryens. So that's also, another brother. Three hundred years before. So, it's, like it, this it, it, during Game of Thrones, incest is bad. And 300 years earlier, incest is still bad, but it's okay if the Targaryens do it. <laughs> Got it. So everyone's like, it's fine if you guys are fucking. Yeah. And then it's like, those are the Lannisters that were fucking. Right. And that's bad. That's bad because right. why? Because they're not uh, of From the dragons. Old blood of Valyria. They're the Andals. Yeah. Got so, it. Yeah, Andals <laughs> can't be fucking each other. <laughs> okay. 
moving back to the real world. Anyway, can I do a hot dog and tater tots? <laughs> this is off the kids' menu, right? Right. Chicken stars and waffle fries. <laughs> chicken star. What a bad shape for a piece of chicken to uh, be. I really need it to be in the shape of a star. Yeah, this person we put it into a slurry, uh, shaped it into a star, and deep fried that. Dinosaur potatoes. So this person should still take her to the prom even though these evil stepsisters promised to make her pee herself, which I don't even know how they would do. I don't do. think he should take her if they're going to do that. I think he's got to go and be like, I've already bought the corsage. I want to go to prom with this girl, but I'm not going to do it if you guys are going to ruin her life. So knock it so off. don't do it. Quit it. Cool it. Uh, okay. We got one more question, which is uh, linked up to a follow-up pup. Ooh. Remember a couple weeks slash months ago, there was this lady who was dating a guy who was going on a five-week backpacking trip through Asia, and he was like, let's have an open relationship while I'm in Asia, and then she's like, I don't want to be in an open relationship when he's in Asia, Yeah, and we said he's probably going to be hooking up in Asia regardless of if you're in an open relationship. That's right. So she emailed us and said, hey, it's me again. Uh, I was the one with a boyfriend who wanted to have an open relationship while he was in Asia. Wanted to update you. A follow-up pup, if you will. Ooh. Well, he's back. We both remained faithful while he was away and both kind of realized that's what's important here. Things are great and I am thankful. However, Ooh. I, <laughs> yes, baby. I have some additional questions. Is it weird that he still has pictures of ex-girlfriends on his Instagram that he refuses to delete? I keep saying it's weird and that I don't like the message they portray, but he says I'm overreacting, so I've tried to drop it. What are your thoughts? Also, is it weird that him and his mother are still very close with one of his exes? He was with her for nine years, but they have been apart for four. I get that they have a strong history, but is this strange? Additionally, I recently found five SD cards full of her nudes and their sex tape from when they were younger. Is it weird to keep that shit? Because I am pissed as fuck about it. And again, he refuses to get rid of any of these, even though I have asked him to. And he said, and said that I am upset by it. What items that I discussed above am I allowed to feel weird about or bothered slash upset by? Any insights are helpful. I love you and thank you. Love. Well, I don't forget what he would call her. I think this relationship is poison. <laughs> You have, I think you guys should break up. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say, man. What do you do with past ex-girlfriends on Instagram? Those can stay up. I think that. Do you still have exes on Instagram? Yeah. I don't. Those just stay go, up forever? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not going to go like scroll all the way to the bottom of my feed and delete. I don't know. I feel like Instagram is sort of like, it's also, it's, um, it's like a journal of your life, all the places that you've been and things that you did. And I don't think that like exes. I don't know. It's not like embarrassing. It's just part of your past, whatever. The And then also if you date somebody for nine years, that's your parents. <laughs> people forge bonds. And I think it's weird if they're like super close, but I think they could stay in touch. That's normal. The SD card and the porn and the sex tape thing, I think that stuff is like, I can understand hanging on to it if you're not thinking about it, but once your girlfriend finds it and asks you ask you to get rid of it, you definitely have to get rid of it. After or at backing the very it up to least, the cloud. Have the fucking, yeah, have have the decency to lie about it. Yeah, put it That's on a Dropbox. So you take the SD cards, you put it in the Dropbox, and then you're like, you know what? 
these SD cards are meaningless to me now. They're in the cloud. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I was saying that I'm too proud. Too proud of free, about you. Do you, you have X's on your Instagram, right? I must. You've never deleted. You've never like gone back. I think that's something people do if they like are hurt by an ex, right? Like get the fuck out of my mind, get out of my life, right? Get but out of my Instagram have, account. You've never like gone back and deleted a photo. No, I don't think so. What do you think the me- like the men- the like the mindset is when you're doing that? Like of the person deleting or of the person asking? Yeah, of to you, delete? like of you. If you like, what would make you go back and delete a photo of an ex or something? Like, oh fuck this person. Right. They. They broke up with me. I'm not going to display this picture of me smiling with them. Yeah. So if you're mad about it. Yeah, I guess so. But then if you leave it on and then the new girlfriend says that she's uncomfortable, that's a that gets into a stickier situation because then you're like, all right, I'll delete it for you. Right. Does that make you happy that I'm doing it for you? Yeah, that's weird. And then know. the porn on the SD card is completely separate. Yeah. I would be mad if he wouldn't delete it. He refuses to get rid of them. It's all sorts of messed up. And then when she says, which one of the above am I allowed to feel weird about? The thing is you're allowed to feel weird about anything. Right. It's just whether or not the person that you're with agrees or disagrees with your anger. Yeah. Uh, if If he's bothered by your being bothered. The problem is when you guys both are upset by the other person's actions. Like he's upset that you're upset and you're upset at that upset. And that's what creates these right. longer. Then it's like, are we even talking about the Instagram anymore? I wouldn't be. I'd be talking just about the sex tape that he won't delete. I will be. I will say that not deleting an Instagram is uh, a lot more reasonable than not deleting a porn he shot with an ex. Yeah. Why There's do you like, want to keep the porn around? Because that's hot. That's true. Why doesn't he put the porn on the Instagram, delete the Jesus. SD card? You'd get flagged immediately. Not if nobody's looking at it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. How long do you think just a layperson could get away with just <laughs> posting straight smut? <laughs> it matters how many followers that person right. has. Like if it's just two. Like, uh, yeah. And they don't flag I it. should be able to just like find porn on Instagram, right? Yeah. Like does it have to get reported or are there bots that scrub for uh, images that look like porn? Let's see if I can find porn on Instagram. Find porn on Instagram. That's sort of like, what? that's a fucking tag. Porn art. Porn. Anything yet? Well, Pornhub has an Instagram, but it doesn't. Yeah, obviously that's not. That's that's pretty censored. Censored. Wow, they have five million followers, and that's just censored porn. Yeah, Jesus. Imagine if they were allowed to express themselves creatively and sexually. There should be. I mean, I guess there probably is, but like, what's just a straight up porn Instagram or porn like? What's like the Instagram that porn is allowed to use? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at what point? Tumblr, I think. But now Tumblr got rid of porn. They did? Yeah. At what uh, point in a uh, website slash app's life do they make the decision, yes, porn is okay, or no, porn is not? Because right, Twitter is, they have porn. Yeah, Twitter, you can have porn. It's fine. Instagram, no porn. Bad. Facebook? Porn or no porn? No porn. No porn. I'll say no porn. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a website that says, what, what websites and apps allow you to have porn? Yeah, it's interesting. What if Google was like, "Hey, we're we're we don't want to do porn anymore." Right. Everybody would throw. Everybody <laughs> would be so fast on Bing. 
<laughs> Bing, the porn engine. Uh, all right. So this is, there's a lot of stuff for you to unpack with your lover. It goes deeper than just whether or not you're in an open relationship with, um, um, during when he's in Asia. Why don't you deal with it for the next six months? Send us another follow-up pup. Yeah. Well, let's keep keep on following up, but yeah. I'm going to go on record and say your relationship is doomed. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove me wrong. I want you to. Uh, all right. That's it. That's our time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing in. The opening theme song was written by Maddie. This closing Maddie. one uh, was written by Danny Steele. Uh, if you have your own questions or theme songs, send them all to ifireyoushow at gmail.com. We're in New York on March 7th. We're in D.C. on March 9th. Come on, bye, uh, and hang out with us during these live shows. They're going to be fun ones. And um, we're still making videos for our Patreon at patreon.com slash JA. Every other week is a new If I Were You that we also do uh, record on video, so you can watch us there as well. We're also talking EPL, baby. That's right. I'm a big Boner Mouth fan these days. Bournemouth. Huh? We'll talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> We're talking soccer slash football slash English Premier League on our Patreon as well. Uh, all right. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Ciao. Later. Jake and well, they made a podcast. If I were you is the name of the show. Jake and well, they made a podcast. If I were you is the name of the show. Email if I were you show at gmail.com If you have a question or need an answer. Jake and Amish may well they made a podcast. If I were you is the name of the show. That was a headgum podcast. Hey, I'm Finn Wolfhard. And I'm Billy Brick, and welcome to Lackluster Video. Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us. Two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies. Each week we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest. We're watching movies from every genre. From micro-budget Japanese zombie movies. To Aaron Sorkin's award winners. To Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions. For example, if I gave Finn a sci-fi movie called... 2038 Rapture, starring Demi Lovato and Sean Combs, he would say it's... Demi Lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world, as Sean Combs plays his producer. They, and they, they have to do this in order to beat, beat it, beat, beat the aliens. It's not my best, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's the game. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, to become a member of Lackluster Video... All you have to do is subscribe.